0: You can learn more at zcastnetwork.com and definitely check out those shows as well. I hope you'll all check out the all-new Zibby Mag, Z-I-B-B-Y-M-A-G, the literary lifestyle destination with essays, book news, a lit lifestyle feature, and even some classes. Check it out, zibbymag.com. Cassidy Lucas is the author of The Last Party, a novel. Cassidy Lucas is the pen name of writing duo Julie Fierro and Kaylee Wolfson Widger. Fierro is the author of the novel's Cutting Teeth, praised by The New Yorker as a comically energetic debut, and The Gypsy Moth Summer, called Hugely Engaging by Francine Prose. Widger is the author of the novel's Real Happy Family and Mother of Invention, praised by Margaret Atwood as a pacey thriller and was featured on NPR's Marketplace. Both Fierro and Woodger live in Santa Monica with their families. Their novel, Santa Monica, was published in 2020, and The Last Party is their second book together. Welcome. I'm here today with the duo behind Cassidy Lucas. I'm holding up air quotes for nobody to see. So I'll let them introduce themselves so you can recognize their voices as we talk about The Last Party. Welcome. Go Go
3: ahead. Hi, I'm Julia Fierro one half of Cassidy Lucas and this is my voice (laughs) you know it's amazing Cassidy has two voices in the real world but hopefully in the book they meld into one (laughs) Chaley do you want me to talk a little bit about my bio or just Chaley's just gonna say hello yeah you go for you go
0: Okay,
2: this is me, Shaylee Wolfson-Widger, 50% of Cassidy Lucas. This is pretty much my voice. It's a little COVID-infused, but generally this is me, so very happy.
0: <laughs> so can we start with why Cassidy Lucas? Why is that your pen name? Oh, and how did you two get to hook up? How did you guys get
3: together? You know, Cassidy Lucas, coming up with the pen name was hard. You know, it was really it was harder than coming up with a book title. You know, we just weren't, I don't think it was something that we ever really thought about individually when we were publishing books on our own, you know, as our own birth given identities. Yeah. So we published two books
2: under our own individual
3: names and then two as casts. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. So we were trying to think of something that had a SoCal vibe. Yes, a breezy sound. And um, like a little androgynous sounding, you know. And so, oh my gosh, we had such a crazy list and uh, we couldn't agree on anything. And so then, Jaylee, how did we come up with it? Well, and then we started combining our children's names Mm. sort
2: of in every every possible iteration. And some of those were ridiculous. But I have a daughter named Cassidy (laughs) and Julia has a son named Luca. And so that was the
3: pairing that ended up sticking. It was funny because two of our kids, when you combine their names, it sounds a lot like a romance novelist. (laughs) Right. right. Fine. Great. You know, it was like Cecily Towns, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Not not the right tone for the Abbey, you know.
0: And and how did the two of you, were you friends? How did you get to know each other? And when did you decide to start writing books together and why? Like, tell me about all that.
3: Well, we've been friends for more than 20, wait, no, sorry. About 20 years. Almost 20 years. Yeah. And we met very, you know, it was really a lucky meeting. I put an ad on Craigslist. no. (laughs) Yes, for a friend. No, I'm just joking. Even though I was kind of doing it to get friends, but for a workshop, a writers' workshop in my home, because I don't know, I was I just graduated from my MFA at Iowa, and I I wanted to hang out with writers, but I I was I felt I didn't want to be part of the scene. I was nervous, you know, so I. I think it was my mom who was like have a class in your home and and it was a real diverse group that showed up you know some people had no experience but you know Chaley showed up and was like this incredible writer poet she was a poet but you know had started writing fiction and it was like a dream come true you know and so Chaley you want to take it from there Yeah, no, that's it. I mean, I had just finished my
2: MFA at the University of Montana, as Julia said, in poetry and was dabbling in writing fiction, but felt really shy about it. My, I guess, boyfriend at the time, now husband, and I had recently moved from San Francisco to Brooklyn. And I was just poking around on Craigslist looking for a writing workshop. And Julia's came up. And so I showed up with a short story. And yeah, we kind of quickly realized that we shared, as Julia likes to say, a reader's brain and really just had similar tastes, but also just similar ways of analyzing and interpreting fiction. So we often like our favorite emoji to exchange is is a brain. <laughs> we really have a very uh-huh. similar
3: so way. snappy. I sense. know it's
0: I know I'm very sentimental right now. Anyway, there I, you I have it. I don't know what it says about me that I don't think I've ever
3: used a brain emoji.
0: A few times I've used the light bulb emoji, but... (laughs) We should switch to that.
3: Huh. Anyway. It's so gross and weird looking. The little emoji
0: is like a bad one. (laughs) Okay. So you met on Craigslist and now fast forward to this book and how did we come up with these characters and this plot for The Last Party? Tell me.
3: Well, we had already written, we had already published... One book together as Cassidy Lucas, Santa Monica, mm-hmm. which came out right in the heart of the pandemic. And that book we got to work on a lot together in person. So it was a completely different experience than writing The Last Party, which we wrote, you know, in in miles, my, only a few miles or um, not even away from each other. But we barely saw each other because of the quarantine and I do think that it's really special when you, and I'm sure people, I'm sure people who write understand this and all, but also people who just love to read, you know, who are in book clubs and book groups, that when you find someone that you can communicate with and you can really share like that very intimate experience of reading, which is such a solo, you know, experience and that you can really communicate with somebody, it's, it's super special. So, you know, we were able to come up for each of our books, Santa Monica, each of the Cassidy Lucas books in The Last Party, we came up with a general plot pretty quickly. But I think for both of us, the, the, the story, the, you know, the action, the drama, all comes out from the characters. So we really focused on divvying up the characters so that each of us would kind of be in charge of two or sometimes three characters' points of view. And so we wrote, in the beginning of each book, we stuck to our characters and then, you know, got to know each other's characters so well that that we could write each other's characters as well Mm -hmm. and edit and sort of add to what the other. So, you know, I feel like that's necessary, you know, because if an author isn't, each character deserves an author, you know, to be super invested in them. And so that's how we did it. And, and it worked. So.
2: Well, with regard to this, this story itself, I think we were, the whole, the whole Cassidy Lucas project began a, like a little bit on a whim. You know, we were like, well, what if we tried writing like a, you know, psychological suspense together? And so we did it. And Santa Monica was not that far removed from the types of books that Julia and I have written individually. But then with The Last Party, we wanted to try and take it a little, kind of a step further toward genre. And we're both a big fan of, the locked room, you know, the group weekend away, that sort of, you know, plot trope. And so we, we agreed that we wanted to play with that convention, but we knew we also wanted to flip it on its head. So that was kind of the overarching structure that we came up with. And then as Julia said, then we populate it with characters that we really care about and can invest in and work on separately and
3: then together. The setting, you know, was a big deal for the last party. Have you ever been to Topanga? Okay. Yeah, so I have a place okay. in the Palisades. So oh. I'm,
0: yeah, so I'm there. Yeah. Oh, you're like a I'm local? Very, yeah, I'm like a local. I know, I was going to tell you about this book fair. I'm not sure when this is airing, but we're having, I'm having a book fair in the Palisades Village on July 16th from 10 to 4, and you um, should come. Sure. and we'll be yeah. be there Yeah. Okay. uh, I'm going to sell all the books that were in the back of my book bookends that I mentioned throughout the book. So yeah, you'll have to come. It'll be fun. Lots of authors coming and yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll send you information after.
3: Okay. Good. good. Yeah. Because my kids love, love, you know, now they're teenagers and, you know, having moved from Brooklyn, there's a lot happening in and around LA, but you know, not as much and you know, I miss just picking up books off the stoops. And, but, so we wanted to write about Topanga because, I mean, talk about like a locked room, you know, it's like such a- Contained, unique, quirky. yeah, And, and can, yeah, very, you know, it's a special place. And, you know, even just the atmosphere and the environment, you know, was so much fun to write about. I love writing about plants and- it was just and it was and and also just the kinds of characters that you can, you know, create. And because the kinds of characters that exist in Topanga Canyon, you know, kind some like really off the sort of track, you know, people, which in L.A., I think, you know, LA is so sprawling, but I think it's a really unique place. It was very fun to write about, and we both have friends who live there, so could do some research. You know, well, now I feel like I can't go back without being terrified of
0: like <laughs> this crazed man like running towards my friends and me, and you know whatever there's else might happen. So.
3: Squatter, you know, there's definitely people living camping in the woods and bobcats. Yeah, yeah. this is why I don't camp. I'm happy to stay in my house. <laughs>
0: I'm totally fine. I like, I barely like to leave my house as it is, but I'm certainly now not going and camping in Topanga. <laughs> I appreciate just a staunch anti-camper. That would not work. I don't even want to glamp. I'm like, I'm not even style. glamping. Yeah. Not
3: even glamping. There's um, nothing you can do. <laughs> it's funny because the idea of writing a book in Topanga came about because my 40, my husband had my 40th birthday party at a kind of similar setting. And I'm so neurotic and fearful of everything that we're we're driving up into the canyon. And I'm like, whoa, where are we going? Okay, yeah, sure. He's like, we're driving all the way to the top. And we get out and it was like this beautiful, I don't even know what, I mean, it was like an Airbnb, but all these different areas there were like no railings. You know? And so the whole night I was like, I'm f- this is fun, you know? And then we, sm- you know, Chaley and another two couples were there. It was amazing. It was wonderful. So much fun. My husband and I spent the night there and it was like outside, you know, the bathroom was like outside. It was just like a hole. And, you know, the coyotes were like, either fighting or or having sex like all night we could barely sleep so yeah you know i was inspired that, yeah, yeah that's how got to the setting <laughs> anyway. it was beautiful the next morning there were like hundreds of hummingbirds i mean it's a really Aww. just majestically beautiful place
1: when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring
2: and Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
0: I think um, that's the greatest thing about fiction. It's like all the stuff you worry about, at least for people like you and me, obviously, who worry about stuff all the time, and I'm always like leaping towards the worst thing. You know, it's like I take a yeah. ferry to Shelter Island for like a beautiful thing. And I think everybody's like enjoying themselves. And in my head, I'm like, but where is the closest doctor? But what if this happens? But what if, <laughs> if there's a line at the ferry? But what if I can't get it? The- it's like ridiculous, but it's not ridiculous when you turn it into a novel because then you just could like yeah. build all these things around it. <laughs>
3: right. Right. right, Yeah, everything is uh, filled with, you know, the possibility of, you know, demise. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: totally agree. <laughs> uh, you know, at every moment.
3: Yes. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't even have anything to say about that. It's just it's just one of these things. Yeah, where you're either cursed, you're,
3: you're cursed with it or you are not. So like people who go on um writing retreats, you know, in the middle of nowhere, I cannot do that. You yeah. know, like everyone's like, oh, I'm at, you know, McDowell or wherever, Yahoo. Yep. <laughs> And like their own little cabin in the woods, like true woods. And I would probably have a nervous breakdown. You know, I love horror movies, too. So I've watched oh, all wow. the like urbanites, like stupid, clueless urbanites go, you know, away for a rural weekend. And yeah, yeah. so I've ruined it for myself. But Chaley's good at camping. Yeah. At camps. Yeah. Yeah. But
2: I mean, not really by choice. But uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's, it's more of like keeping it. a family ecosystem
0: intact. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. So after this book, when you're working on a book, do you, do you know the next book that's coming? Like, do you already have the next book ready? Or was this like, okay, let's try this and then we'll pause for a little
3: bit? We are, after writing two books together in, I don't even know, It's it feels like it's been like a year, (laughs) but it hasn't, but pretty quickly, you know, I think we have to take, we're taking a break to work on our own books. Okay. But, you know, Cassidy might call us back to her. Right. (laughs) For the right price, Cassidy will do anything. (laughs) We have a Run out of Southern California locations, right, right, right. A lot. So, so Zippy, we intended
2: for this to be one off, just kind of a foray out of our, you know, individual careers and projects, and then, and then our editor wanted wanted two books, and so hmm. going into twist that, my arm, I'll give you another well, book. I know. Well, of course, you know. She was like, Are, do you guys have anything else in the works? Cause, uh, you know, I, I'm thinking about that this would be nice to to acquire as a pair. And so of course, as you do, we said, Well, certainly we have another book in the works, <laughs> you know. And then we quickly like heard off our co-working space <laughs> to meet up and like bang out this, you know, three paragraph summary the last
3: party so we hadn't intended we, we, to write two books but we did and really we thought Malibu and then we were like whoa whoa you know But yeah, maybe a, we'll do it again I, I don't know I feel good um, you know as soon as we we you know said the word to Topanga we were like and plus we were there together at that place mm-hmm. for my 40th and so we had it was a really remarkable space that this woman who was so independent and driven had created and that there was like probably literally not one part of this structure that was not a violation of some <laughs> kind of like safety. Code, <laughs> right. You know, so I feel like Twyla, who in the last party is the host of the Airbnb sort of, you know, property, the sprawling property in Topanga. We both kind of knew her without even talk, you know, sharing, Her first. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the real heart of the story that a group of, you know, urban friends were reuniting for this 50th birthday party up in Topanga was just a natural kind of choice, you know, because we had been those people, you know, younger. But. there should
0: be like Canyon literary tours. You know, they do like maps of the stars tours, yeah. you know, cause you could take the Topanga tour with the last party and then you could go to Laurel Canyon and there's so much literature there. And like Stephanie yeah. Chandler's new book and, you know, I, I just, it would Great be neat. all that. Cause there's something kind of spooky about all canyons. Right? Yeah. I lived in Laurel Canyon for a little bit and I yeah. was like, scared out of my mind, but anyway, but I don't know. I think you should do like a little package of novels about the canyons or i don't know there's something fun in there Uh, i'm in i'm in yeah
3: i mean canyon Canyon lit writing about the beauty here i mean because i've i've lived here six years seven years and you know it's just a complete it's like being in a different planet yeah you know than new york or anywhere on the east coast and the beauty is like majestic in a way that is like, you know, awe inspiring, but also like, I remember even the first time I went to the beach and saw the Pacific ocean, you know, it just feels immense, imit- you know, it's just a different, it's a very different world and kind of natural beauty. And, you know, I mean, the fact that there's like bobcats and whatnot <laughs> roaming mm-hmm. up into Panga. like my friend just said that they saw one. You know, mm-hmm. just right there, like just staring at them, and people. Anyway, it was an easy choice to set in Penga, I think. Yeah. So <laughs> where Where is your next party in life going to be? Oh. Can- well, we both just had COVID, so it's not going to be in quarantine because <laughs> it took forever to get that negative test. Well, Chaley, would you like to? Well, what's our next party? Our next like literary party <laughs> party. Yay, party. I'm moving
2: actually. I'm leaving LA. I've been oh. here for 13 years and it was quarantine era brainstorm that led to us moving to Santa Barbara. It's not like a oh. radical move. No. So everyone's no, like, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're moving. Actually, we're moving to like the Northern tip of Santa Barbara to Goleta to an area that feels kind of rural to me. And I'm very excited about it because I can ride horses. And I live about half a block from Lincoln Boulevard here in Santa Monica, which is, you know, not super charming. So, so yeah. So, we're we're out in a, in a couple of weeks. Oh, a so, going
0: away party. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, right. So, the going away party, first the moving party and then going away party of some sort. And, yeah. I'm kind of sad
3: going. about it, but also happy for Chili. <laughs> But we did both buy our first homes. So, like, that's a big... Congratulations. That's wonderful. Something that I think maybe neither of us thought would ever happen. So that's a big... I'm really enjoying taking care of my house, you know? Like, I'm real homebody. But I do have these books that I've kind of been waiting till I was grown up enough (laughs) to write. Okay. And I think 46 is the time. And, you know, there's material, at least for me, that even at a young age, like when I was in high school, college, I was like, oh, you're not ready to touch that, you know? And and so I am working on a... What do you mean? How come? Well, like my dad's story growing up in Italy during World War II, you know, it's like such precious material that I just want to do. I felt like I knew I wanted to do it justice in a way that I had to have experience, you know, Mm -hmm. knowing how to write a story, you know, and life, you know, I think the mid forties
0: is the perfect time to write. I think they should be like happy 40th
3: birthday. Get ready. You are going to publish a book in the next five to 10 years. Go. Good I mean, I wasn't, I feel like I, you know, I didn't publish until I was, oh my God, I don't even know, 37, 35, you know, so I had to really, you know, grow up and live some life to have enough wisdom to really know what people were actually like, and so I'm excited to work on that. I feel like the work that Shaley and I have done together through Cassidy, Lucas, you know, kind of like tiptoeing a little into genre. You know, even though it's still pretty literary, but you know, I want to write this story of this historical novel about the liberation of Southern Italy during World War II with like a like a little bit of like a horror magical realism, like mm-hmm. a pants labyrinth, but maybe not as scary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I have this book in my head. But you know, I gotta get it. I gotta get it all out, you know. So, <laughs> but it just—it's been sitting there for a while. <laughs> Jaylee's working on something too. You
2: Is know, I think works. writing together, as Cassidy Lucas has, e- even though we do need to attend to our individual next parties, this uh-huh. process has really made me a much stronger writer. In that, I think. Julie and I both have kind of our natural strengths. I'm more comfortable working in dramatized scene mm-hmm. and oh. present action and dialogue and that stuff. And Julia's extremely gifted in exposition, thought, emotion, like Negroses. super interior interiority. And so we've been able to indulge those strengths in the sections of the book that need it and then go into each other's sections. And, you know, in my sections, for example, Julia will add thought and reaction and some backstory, like add the depth to my scene. And then I can go into her character's thoughts and like revelations and really like deep historical work and ground it in scenes. So, so it's just been a really interesting exercise that mm-hmm. balance.
3: definitely yeah.
2: apply. Yeah, and no, I agree. Thank the, you. This has been so fun. I'm sorry, I
0: didn't mean to cut you no, off. That's, that's,
2: <laughs> I agree with you that mid-40s are like golden for writing and I am working on a nonfiction memoir-leaning leading leaning project that I could never do until now. Oh,
0: so well, there that's you go. Yeah, Amazing. there you go. Okay. Well, I hope you feel better, Kaylee. And it was Thank really you. nice to meet both of you. And hopefully I'll see you in a couple of weeks. I'll send you the information. Yeah. 16. That's absolutely. Right. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Feel better. Feel better. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books.